Hey everybody, it's Corey Mosley and this is the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast, strategy, testimony, and real talk for all things entrepreneurship. And it starts right now. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, we are back with another episode of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Mosley. And always, as always, I should say, we're talking all things entrepreneurship, building your business, starting your business, growing your business, marketing, sales. Maybe we'll cry. You know, we'll have a good cry every now and again here. But uh, I'm super excited to have you here. I'm super excited for my guest today also, who is, she's just all over the place. I mean, Miami, I think she's coming to us today from her home office or her headquarters, I should say, in Miami Beach. But you could catch her in New York and Houston and London, all over the place. And I really want uh, everybody to hear this message and her story because it's super impactful. And I'm talking about none other than Linda Dunn Carter. Now, she began her private practice in 2006 and is now a world-renowned scar revision guru and the CEO and founder of the game-changing scar revision brand, the DC Method. Linda holds licenses in five states, performing her trademark scar revision secrets through means of time-sensitive protocols that have been proven successful with mind-blowing results. In December 2019, recently, she launched Scar Food to an overwhelming response and will soon continue to expand that product line. Linda has been honored and named as one of Miami's top-ranked power players in the Miami Magazine and Miami Modern Luxury Magazine honored Linda as one of Miami's dynamic women. To date, Linda has performed over 45,000 procedures and has appeared on many local and national news programs in magazine articles and conducts public speaking engagements. Miami Beach, as I said, serves as Linda's home with other locations, including New York City, Houston, Texas, and London. Linda, thank you for joining the show. Hi, Corey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Now, I don't want to waste any time here. You have a remarkable story, and I would love for you to share as much of it as you as you want to, as you feel comfortable, as you want to share with the audience. The world is your oyster for the for the next 45 minutes uh, as it relates to, to, to our audience. So jump right in. Tell us, who is Linda Dunn-Carter? Wow. Well, you know, I, I just realized who she was maybe really, really about five years ago. And, mm. and so approaching 61, it occurred to me five years ago what my purpose was. And I think sometimes we go through life and, and we don't even know what our purpose is or we seek it and, and it, the answers just never come. So I had this, mm. this epiphany about five years ago. But taking me back through the entrepreneurial world, I started in my early 30s owning my own businesses. And uh, by chance, coming across these businesses, I didn't, I had no idea they were going to be put before me. So that is, that is a part of the unknown. But when you're ready to, or, or when you, I think when you're just born with some entrepreneur skills and, and mm. a passion, you're just kind of born and wired that way, I believe. And that's what makes uh, people driven, entrepreneurs driven, and and but in my story, uh, back in when I was in the 30s, or when I was in my 30s, I I came across this um, 6,000 square foot antique mall, 
afraid, and, and I didn't know anything about antiques, but I knew the person <laughs> who owned it, and, and apparently she she just saw me as a person of, of a, a high business person, knowledgeable, and that could handle this type of business. She asked me to buy it from her, and I'm mm. like, oh, all right, you know, and, and at the time, I had like six houses, and I just traded her one of my houses in the equity of my house. I just traded her straight across for for the um, the cost of uh, no wait 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 yeah. how do you get yeah. how do you get six houses in your thirties? Well, it, it was well, it was a divorce. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. It, it was, All it right, was, it was part of, uh, fair enough. 30s, yeah. <laughs> okay. 30s. It, it, okay. It was part of my a settlement. Not a bed. Not a bed. Not a. I mean, you know, divorce. I'm sure isn't fun, but okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Now. I, I know. Had, I mean, I, I couldn't know. let that. I couldn't let you slip by on that one. That I just. Well, I just traded a house <laughs> for the business. So okay. Go ahead. So now you're in the antique yes. business. Go ahead. Thank you, husband number two. <laughs> Um, I love that. <laughs> so, so anyways, back in the day, you, you were able to quit claim and, and um, they did a deed transfer. It, it was not what it is today. So it was really easy to. So I had equity in this one home. And, and so I just transferred it over to that. It started this business, uh, 6,000 square foot, 35 dealers. And basically it, it paid itself. It was, it was really a gold mine. And, and I was just like so floored that I was able to just get in and do it. What does it take? I actually Googled what, you know, what does it take to be a business in the state that I was in? Mm. And that's how much I didn't know. And, but I, I'm very savvy to do research and get all the answers I need. And even back then, you know, Google was the only way to do it. So um, I hustled through the business licensing and, and all of that. We closed it and and I completely transformed it, you know, painted walls and moved everything, yada, yada. And then about a year and a half later, one of the dealers came up and asked me, um, she goes, I want to buy your business. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's, and I, I just threw a price out there and it was double the price that I bought it for a year and a half prior. It. And she goes, okay. And so I'm like, well, look. So easy. <laughs> so, so 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 no wait, I wanna I wanna point something out. Pause hold that thought for a second because this is there's a there's an entrepreneurship lesson here um for those of you out there that you know kill yourself over pricing products and services and all these equations on how you're gonna come up with a valuation or what you're gonna charge. I don't want you to gloss over what you just heard her say. Someone offered to buy her business, her she didn't call a BDO or a big accounting firm to come in mm -hmm. and do a valuation. She said, mm, if I could make double, that sounds good. And she just threw a number out there. I think so many people are paralyzed through the analysis of every decision, right, in their business that mm -hmm. sometimes, folks, people just make stuff up. And especially yeah. when it comes to, to pricing and products and services. So don't drive yourself insane with some of these. Now, that's different when you're thinking about margins and doing deals you don't want to do deals that have no profit in it for you but situations like this where where you just said hey i'll double my money here and you threw it out and and they accept it so i didn't want to let i didn't want to let that gloss over just just like because you're saying so many interesting things like the six houses i don't want i'm not going to let i don't want to let you gloss over anything that uh, that i think we we should we should hint on so okay, okay. pick up go ahead yeah good okay go ahead. I, i'm glad that was informative and and, <laughs> and again i'm just starting into my entrepreneurial feel right i yeah. i had not owned businesses yet but i always had 
dabbled in things like um, side things, like decorating people's houses. I always had something going. And so after I sold this antique mall, I just took a minute and decided, well, I'm going to open this boutique. And I opened a boutique and it'd be very beautiful. It was the soft furnishings. But realistically, I had a big storage unit full of antiques from my store that I just took into this this next business and pretty mm. much um, thinned out my inventory through that and, and actually opened for about a year and then closed it down because I got another opportunity. And literally these opportunities will just hit you at the oddest times but you have mm. to keep your eyes open if you are if you are an entrepreneur if you have those you know those those drives to make money or, or work business for yourself or do your own thing you got to keep your ears open your eyes open and and mm. just be alert i was actually having my nails done in a salon and the girl next to me said, oh, you know, Karen, she's selling her business. She's never there. and She's making money like crazy. She's selling, though. She's leaving. She's going somewhere. And I'm like, my ears perked up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and this was, this was in Prescott, Arizona, small town, but a historical town. Lots of tourists go there. So very busy on the, the courthouse square, which is where my stores were. And and so my ears perked up, and I said, oh, I said, what's the name of the business? I asked her, her the woman's phone number if I could have it. I left the nail salon. I called this woman because opportunity knocks. Sometimes you just have to get on it before it, it, it's, right. you know, not an idea anymore. And um, called her, and she met with me. And I'm a good negotiator, so I, I pretty hmm. much threw out all the numbers and, and said, you carry the note. I'll, I'll take it off your hands because she didn't want it, you know, and, and that's right. the biggest thing. I saw her vulnerability. And so I, I acted on that and mm. I was doing her a favor by offering her zero down. I'm going to take this off of you. I'm going to make monthly payments to you every month, this amount of money. You're, you know, still responsible for air conditioning, all that stuff. That I fails. love it. Right, right, right. And, and, and so she was so happy. I closed that for $80. I just had to pay the closing costs on my side, but I need to pay everything. I closed it for $80 and I bought a business for $42,000 and it was a, it was a restaurant. The other thing is, is I didn't, I never owned a restaurant. I had no idea. I had no idea about health department license, all this, but, but, but I, I like, even before I got in, but I like to cook. I can cook. I love to cook. I'm a really <laughs> so, good cook. Okay, so wait now. So this, I feel like I'm the learn. I feel like I'm the uh, the moderator because this this is so intriguing. But it's like so many red flag moments like in this conversation so because it's mm -hmm. it's a couple examples number one i feel like i'm dissecting it right so so number mm -hmm. one i i love the like when people think about entrepreneurship they a lot of times put entrepreneurship and being a small business owner together and they're yeah. not the same i often talk about how they're so di they are different and mm -hmm. really what you're telling us and you what you're talking about is true entrepreneurship is looking at opportunities taking advantage of those opportunities and leveraging business skills to then mm -hmm. make those things work regardless of the industry like that is almost that that is entrepreneurship in its purest yeah. form now the interesting thing about it is right because the opposite school of thought is well you know you should 
be in your field or or try to do more in your field. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. true entrepreneurs don't have a field. And right. the it's almost the love of business I hear from you. Yes. Then yes. Because, because right, there's that school of thought that's like, well, if you're not, I mean, you can't, you're passionate about business. Or at that point, yes. you are passionate about business, not necessarily one thing where people lose, mm-hmm. I think, sight of it is they go, well, well, I don't love antiquing. So mm-hmm. I probably can't make any money doing antiquing or I don't love it having a, re- a restaurant. But yeah. when you, yeah. when the love is the, is the business, right? Yeah. And yeah. the, the yeah. mixing it up and doing deals and seeing something happen, mm-hmm. that is also mm-hmm. a passion in itself. Mm-hmm. But what's funny too is once you're in it, I mean, it's, it's great. To, to buy things and, and let it work for you, even if you're not interested. I mean, that's awesome. I, I never had a business that I wasn't passionate about. See, I bought the antique store, but I was passionate about it. I learned how to buy antiques. I learned how to go to the auctions. I did it. I, love I it. loved it. Yes. I loved it. it. It just, you know, I'm a passionate person. I'm, I'm um, an overachiever. And when mm. I say I'm going to do something, I do it, but I do it 110%. So it, that's, I, I guess with all of that passion and all of that, you know, you just got to show up too every day. You can't just be right. lax and, and assume that it's going to play itself out because it's not. And then I get into a restaurant and like, literally, I just, when I heard that woman, I said, I love to cook. And, and that <laughs> and it cracks me up to this day that that's all it, that's all that went through my mind in a restaurant. Oh, this will be fun, you know. Now, and, now I have to, and, and, I and, have and, to give a disclaimer. No, no. I have to give a disclaimer, folks, that 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 worked for Linda. Uh, but yeah. please, please, please don't go invest in a restaurant because you love to cook as the sole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got to throw that out. I just got to throw I that know. out there for a minute. <laughs> I know. But go ahead. No, but go ahead. I love and it. And then after that, and that after, and then after that, I got smarter, you know, and, and not, you know, just, you know, it's like marrying every boyfriend. And by the time it's done, you know, <laughs> right. you have like 10 ex-husbands, you know, so. So, so anyway, <laughs> so I get, where was I? So restaurant, so I love I get, to cook. Yep. Yeah. So I, so I get into this restaurant in, in, you know, $80 and, and she's happy. I'm happy. But now, you know, I go into the restaurant and, and I, I had, I had done a preview of it. It was, it was really a green hospital walls and, and, and she was a biker girl and she had it called, and this was a French crepery. <laughs> it was a crepery. All right. Crepery, like okay, she yeah. Called it, yeah. So she called it numbuts. And I didn't even know what that <laughs> meant. But I guess as you know, as a motorcycle person, when you're sitting on a motorcycle for a long time, your butt gets numb. I am so, I do I can what? attest to that as a as a motorcycle rider, okay. yes. So so yes. anyway, so there's a whole name change thing going. There's a whole like she already had a little bit of a following. So I I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to, you know, now dial into bringing in a new crowd and market to a different demographic and yada yada. So, so there's that. And, and had I done marketing? No, I didn't know any of that stuff, but I'm right. willing to learn and I'm willing to, you know, do this, but fast forwarded. And thank goodness I had a lot of support and I lived there a long time. So I had a lot of support from friends to come in and we painted French murals all over the place. I mean, with, and we would work 
till two, three in the morning to do that, but still keep the store open. So through the whole uh, transition, we kept open and people were watching it and they're like, my goodness, this is crazy. You know, they come in one day, you know, it's lime green and the next day it's got French murals all over it. So it was like a Gordon so Ramsay had- makeover. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it was. And, you know, and I, and I guess I was a little, um, just everything was just going so fast, so foggy, but also I think having great organizational skills helped Mm. me a lot. So organizational skills is like one, two, three, let's do three things and not 10 things today. Because if I don't, if I don't get 10 things done, I'm my, my confidence is going to go down. If I get three things done, I'm on top of the world and we'll add three more tomorrow. Because if I carry over seven tomorrow, I'm going to be exhausted and I'm going to feel like a failure. So let's just make a short list. And so that's when I learned to, you know, do what you can. Don't, don't, you know, don't try to do too much because you become disappointed. So anyways, the store is amazing. It's an old antique building and, and a creperie. We had the big coffee bar. It was just a hit, right? A hit. Right, right. And, and, and so, so let me, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm curious about something. As you're going yeah. through these different entities, are you – are you bringing anybody with you? Like, is there, are you starting to create any type of team that as you do these different, get into these different businesses or are you with each business, you're having to go in and deal with a whole new set of people and a whole new set. Or is there someone like, Hey, this was my right hand at the antique store. And now I brought him or her over to this new deal Mm -hmm. that I did. And uh, any of Mm -hmm. that. Okay. No. No, no, not at all. I just worked with the people that were there already and mm. in little employees at the, the, the creperie. It's a big turnover, you know, in the restaurant. So I'd have little high school kids coming and going. But right. no, I, I had nobody. It was me. So, so oh, funny you say that now, you know, and, and wait till you hear my story up until now because it's <laughs> because I'm still pretty much by myself. But um, no, I didn't carry carried over. I just, I just took everything on myself. And, and I think that is maybe, you know, to my fault, not, not always a great idea, but it mm. seems to have worked out for me and it's been okay. And so the restaurant's great. Learned about the whole health department, food spoils. You got to throw it away. I didn't know all that, you know, so you got to mark dates and, and learn a lot. And, and so with every business, I, I became more informative, um, I just kept getting more momentum, right? The, the more I was in business, the more I wanted. And so at a year and a half, again, you know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm okay. I'm done with the restaurant. You know, I'm going to put it up for sale. And I have an asking price of double. And within minutes, somebody comes in and, and just, she didn't even, she didn't even dicker with me. So I right. want this. And I'm like, hey, okay. All right. <laughs> Because I was just about ready to lock the door and leave, you know. Right, right. But um, yeah, and and so she, I I got double my price in a year and a half there too. I'm like, what is going on here? So, anyways, the restaurant exhausted me. I took six months off, and it's like, now what do I want to do? And my ex husband and I at the time lived in Sedona, and we had a, a really cool idea for an exfoliation rub using the red dirt, the earth from Sedona. Okay. We literally took the dirt, and, and we processed it and cleaned it and made it into this amazing exfoliation rub, and we did very, very well at it. And um, 
I said, you know, we're, 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 so now I'm you're slinging. Now you're slinging dirt from Sedona. Now I'm slinging dirt. Now, now, <laughs> okay. yeah. now I'm going into the beauty, which you know is okay because I've always right. loved beauty and, right. and you know, um, before the the. Um, well, this is a podcast, but but I can tell everybody yeah. who will look you up afterwards. You're fabulous, by the way. I just so 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 I, I know nobody can see. You know, this is just a podcast, but you're, you're fabulous, fabulous. So you look when you look her up. When you look her up, you'll see she's fabulous and it's going to all make sense as to why she's in the beauty business for sure <laughs> so <you>. go ahead <laughs> I, yeah so now i'm in the beauty world right and i told my husband i said you know at least i should go to school and become an esthetician it just looks more validating when we're trying to sell the big spas and yes. and doctors you know when we're trying to sell the product it's a skin product so I'm I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to aesthetic school and and um, get my license just to have it, you know. And I went down to beauty school, did my whole training there. Come back with my license, um, my state license, and and I'm in Sedona. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'll just go and and um, start a little practice here, you know, do facials and stuff. But I'm like, I did one facial, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is so boring. <laughs> And and so people kept asking about permanent makeup. And back in this was 14 years ago, it was big. And so I'm seeing money walk out the door, and I I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I need yes, to go to yes. school because I'm I'm watching money walk away from me, and I'm the only one as the donor that would be doing it. So right. I had a receptionist. Cool. She did the eyebrow, the permanent eyebrow. Yeah. She came in the next yeah. day, and I'm like, where are your oh, is this permanent permanent eyebrows that I remember in, in yeah. my early offices in New Jersey, <laughs> like around oh yeah. oh nine like that area. It was really sure. hot. Oh, how yeah. funny! How funny you yeah. say that? Yeah, because this was like in 2006. Okay. But um, so that's why I started my practice, and and so I went down to permanent makeup school, and this is this ties into where I'm at now. Went yeah. down there and and learned the permanent makeup, but then they had a class called scar relaxation, and I'm like took the class and, and these women teaching it didn't know anything about it. I just watched a video and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's all I needed to see. And so my mind started clicking is like, why, why just relax the scar when you can fix it? I'm talking to myself and mm. because now I have an aesthetic license, I can touch the skin. I can, you know, create uh, you know, beautiful skin, but also I can now damage it with the tattoo machine. And right. so, when I left there, it's just a light bulb went off in my head, and I, and I I looked up and I there's no people there's nobody that can teach me how to work on scars because nobody's nobody's doing that, and so I just had to build my own curriculum in my own head, do my own research, go to all these uh, the training hospitals like Mount Sinai and, and John Hopkins. I jumped on webinars there. I self educated. I read medical journals. I, mm. I I really knew what a scar was. I I could literally act like a scar and, and tell you all the, the phases that it goes through to heal from the, the bottom layer of the skin to the top layer of the skin, whether it's a burn victim, whether it's a, you know, acne scar, whether it's stretch marks, whether it's surgical scar, all of that. Mm. So when I compiled all my information, it took about three or four months to compile all my information. I have people waiting out the door to try out my technique that I just created. And so I, I lined everything up. This is the DC method. Free. The is, DC is this method. The, okay, got it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. And I said, don't pay me because I need a portfolio. I need to have before and after pictures and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm <laughs> honest, I'm you. honest, right? Honest. Well, listen, that's a lot better than taking people, charging people a lot while you're experimenting, knowing uh-huh. that. So there's certainly some yeah. ethics and integrity to, to that and being upfront about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just practice. And and if, if people were willing to line up, then, you know, the, the all I wanted was the photos. Because right. how am I going to prove my work if I have nothing to show? That's and right. So, and, and if I have no, if I'm charging patients and they're like, oh, you're new? No, no, thank you. That's you know, right. but free is good. Everybody loves free. So, <laughs> loves so free. it didn't matter to me because, you know, I was making my little change doing this. And, and I was married. So, you know, it, it wasn't... And were you still I, selling I had, dirt? I'm still selling dirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're still selling totally dirt. Right. You're married. So now you're trying to build mm-hmm. your portfolio. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So, so my mind's clicking. I still don't know what I'm doing yet in my business, but I know that I have an idea in my head that I can't get rid of. And, and mm. until I try it and until I implement it, until I can see that it either works or it doesn't work, I'm not going to get off of it. And so people started coming back you know, two, three months, because this is a series, I'm, I'm reprogramming skin, so it just doesn't happen overnight. And so they're coming back, and I'm shocked. I'm shocked. My, my, my camera is, like, shocked. You know, it's like, oh, my right. Lord, I'm on to something now, here. Because now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. No, no, let me ask you this. What is, how do you define re, like, all the stuff you said, you know, it rolls off your tongue because it's your world, but, like, reprogramming skin. Talk, talk mm-hmm. to me about that. Well, our skin has memory, like muscle. Okay. It, it really does. It's the biggest organ. We all know it's the biggest organ. It has memories. Uh, it has memory, just like if you were going to the gym and training and you wanted to um, look like this. Well, you get a trainer. The trainer trains your muscles. You come in consistently. The muscles understand. And by the time six, seven months go by, it's like, whoa, look at that. Your muscles look so much better, right? right? Because it's consistency, right. it's learned behavior, all of that. Your skin has the same thing. And so when you re-injure the same site over and over again, it's going to understand. And it has no choice but to anti-age or to, or to repair, but it repairs my way because I'm managing mm. the scar, I'm guiding the scar, I'm telling it what to do. Mm. And so by that, I call it reprogramming skin but really over time i have dubbed it rebirthing skin so really i'm i'm sending it back through the womb and you know back out to um you know healthy happy skin not a hundred percent of course you know but actually right. some things i do get a hundred percent which which is um i've mastered over the years so reprogramming skin is just that you can you can tell it what to do and it will listen to you but you have to injure it first because you can't reprogram it if you're not starting from scratch so that's like agitated like agitated Mm -hmm. abraded abraded so i would take my tattoo machine and i would um, abrade under the epidermis down to some of the scars are deeper than others but it's as far down as I have to go, and I know I've I've hit um, scar tissue and broken bands when I see blood. When I see blood, that's when I stop. And you don't need to go any deeper. You've you've done what you had to do. Move on. So this is all the techniques that I had to. It's all trial and error, right? 
Right. So all, all these people come back. I've got my before and after photos. Man, I'm building a great portfolio. And my accountant said, Linda, you're going to have to start making some money. And I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. This is not a nonprofit. <laughs> it's not a nonprofit. Yeah, because, right. you know, I have all these these write-offs, you know, and he goes, well, you have to make some money first. And I'm like, all right. All right. So now now I'm starting to charge a little bit. And, and uh, people were not afraid to pay because they would see my photos and, and there's trust there. There's trust. And when you have something to show for your work, people are going to believe you more than they are just you talking about it. So if you don't have photos, and, and now I want photos of every kind of scar. So you can look at my photos on my Instagram. You see it's not just stretch marks. It goes from burn victims. It goes to No, I'm looking scars. actually. I'm, yeah, I'm on just, this. I'm just, looking at it You know, now, yeah. some horrific, you know, botched surgeries. And people have lost their areolas, discoloration of scars. You know, I put color back into the skin. I tattoo color back into the skin. If the skin is white, if the scar is white, but I improve the skin first, which is which is very very key, is to create a, a clean palette, a clear palette, get it in its best condition before you start putting any kind of um, pigment on there, if it needs it at all. So there's a whole um, another program just you know talking about that because there's a right way to do it, there's a wrong way to do it. So, so I get so, going into business. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so I want to pivot for a minute. I want to I want to I don't want to go too deep into the mechanics. I want to pivot for for a second and kind of talk about this evolution because you know one of the things you said to me, hey, you know, before we went live, you know, my goal is just to be everywhere, right? My goal yeah. is to to help as many people be everywhere. So obviously, this you, the DC method catches on. You're still in Arizona at this point. What is your mindset from a now entrepreneurship standpoint of taking this on the road or or because even now, you know, we talked about these multiple offices and, you know, you it was a quasi joke that, hey, I'm in Miami now, but, you know, I'm only really Mm -hmm. here maybe half the month if I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. Tell me how this this starts to catch fire. You 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 know, the press is coming. How are you? Things are moving fast. How are you now keeping up? What's going through your mind at that point from an entrepreneurship standpoint where you've said, wow, this works. I'm on to something. Now what? I'm on to something, so I made it my own. I branded it my name, number one. And mm. and I, I just thought, wow, people in business, if they have a niche, if they have something that nobody else is doing, or maybe there's a lot of people doing the same thing, but you're doing it a tiny bit different, that is, that is what is really important is to stand out. And there was nobody doing what I was doing. So I kind of felt like on this island all by myself, but I was happy to be there. But I wasn't gloating. I was, I was now trying to, uh, to get out there the best I could because we didn't have the Facebooks and, and you know, well, we right, had Facebook, right, but it wasn't right. the platform for, you know, posting bloody scars. I mean, you know, it just <laughs> right. wasn't. And so um, I don't I don't know that it still is. I don't know that it's the bloody scar you know, depot. It, <laughs> not, unless you, not unless you have a business page and that's you know what people are looking for. Right, right, know, right. Then right. it is. You know, but um Instagram wasn't even a thing. And so I, I just like, okay, Google. Google's the only way people are gonna find me. Uh word of mouth. Uh, brochures. That's when, you know, paper was, you know, pretty important. You leave brochures everywhere. And, right, and right. Um, you go to these little, you know, um, 
networking things. I mean, all that, it was very hard. And so I was in Sedona and I'm like, okay, this is very stagnant here. It's a small town. I'm never going to grow to my potential if I'm not in a big city. So I opened up an office in Scottsdale. I traveled back and forth twice a week to Scottsdale and I worked and I went right into the biggest salon and I said, I need an office here. And I want, I didn't want a little rinky dink. I want to start big. And now, no uh, relationship. Little- you just, you just rolled in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay. and that's how I got, I said, you need me here. You need me. There's nobody doing this. You need me. Tell people they need you. And they're going to think, well, why? And then you have to have your pitch. You have to be ready to talk about yourself, but you have to know your product and be able to talk about it and be passionate about it. So they get excited about it. Right. They're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Sign me on. Yeah, for sure. And it's infectious. And, 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 so, and so, yeah, yeah. I walk right in there. And I get all, I mean, this is a huge salon in, in Scottsdale, Saatchi Salon. And, and so now there's, you know, all the, all the hairstylists, they're talking about you, everybody, you know, so you're sending, re- they're sending referrals. Oh, you need to go see Linda, yada, yada. And so there were things like Groupons back then that would, you could put it on Groupon. I would never do that this day um, because number one, they don't let you put that kind of work on Groupon. But number two, that's not my platform anymore because there's so many other platforms, but I put it on Groupon, right? And, and the Fox 10 News, they saw it on Groupon. I don't know why they were on Groupon, why they were searching, you know, maybe looking for new up-and-coming things. Fox 10 saw it, and they wanted to do a segment on me. Wow. You know, they, they found it so interesting. They wanted to do a segment on me. I didn't have to pay. And I'm like, oh, this is free advertising. And so luckily that brought me a lot of business and it just kept evolving, evolving, evolution, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And um, then I got another office in another part of the city and, and we actually moved from Sedona down to Scottsdale. So I'm there full time office open full time. Okay. And so it, it, it was just one, one thing handed off to another. And so how do you end so, up in Miami? So how do you just, just only yeah. interest of time. How do you, how did you end up in Miami? Scottsdale, eight years. I met this guy. <laughs> and he it always leads flip. back to some, uh, it always, okay. <laughs> I, I like I, you. I like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, well, well, I've always had one foot out of Arizona, right? I've been there all my life. And like, right. I know there's something more. I just know there's something more. I just, you know, I want, I want to build and you get stagnant sometimes. And sometimes you just have to remove yourself. But I, I didn't do it. I met him and he's like, I'm, I'm opening a, a South Beach a restaurant. I want you to go with me. And I'm like, what? You know, all right. And, and this was me, you know, in 50 years in Arizona. And, and I'm like, get the blessing from my children, get the blessing from my family, my friends. They all think he's, uh, he's, you know, a knight in shining armor. Wow, you struck gold, Linda. All right, 30 days to pack up my life. Let's go. I kept my office open in Scottsdale. But um, we, we end up going to, to South Beach. And I find out he's just a, a psychotic. I mean, he went from this Oops. to that. You know, <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. And I'm so like, whoa, moment. you know, I think he just needed to get me away from my element and, and start, you know, showing me who he really is. It lasted about a month here. And I said, nope, I got to go. You are sick. And, and, wow. and without wow. going into detail, yeah. it was abusive. It was sick. It was just all of this. And I'm here in Miami, right? I don't know anybody. I don't know. I don't know anybody who knows anybody. 
And mm. so when I left him and this, his deal was to support me until I got my, um, my reciprocity and all of that and become an, you know, an esthetician here and, and do my right. thing here. Right. And it, it never happened. It didn't happen for a long time because of mailboxes and I didn't have money to have a mailbox and things were getting messed up in the mail because they were sending stuff to Arizona. All right. So I left him, but I left him and, and I left to only to be able to live in my car and I didn't mm. know anybody. I didn't have any money. And so it's just the whole money thing was I had a few dollars, but I can't spend it. I got car payments, you know, but I don't have money for a hundred dollar hotel a night. And so, so this so is interesting. I ended, this, and I want to, yeah, so I want to, I want to living out of my car. Yeah. See, this is very interesting. Because mm -hmm. not only because I have to be honest, you know, the story starts in a situation where I think there's a lot of people listening going, oh, well, she fell in this business and fell into that business and everything sounds great. Right. We're all looking for the accident. Right. So, yeah. uh, uh, you yeah, know, so, so right. We're all looking for the accident. And and here it is in, in relation to having hitting these home runs and kind of having everything work out and ha yeah. having a long history of that happening. And now. Your I mean, this is almost movie-like. You're probably there'll probably be a biography of you. It's almost movie-like in that here you are now faced with this major challenge. Because listen, I've had tough times. A lot of our listeners have tough times. I can't tell you I ever lived in my car. So mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. now you got to bring this home for us on mm -hmm. how you turned all of this. How did you turn this all around to now get to this well, point where yeah. multiple offices and products and tell us. Well, I, um, so, so just living in the car situation, it, it was a, a couple of months on and off. I, you know, when I had a few dollars, I would be able to uh, get a, a Airbnb room. But it, the epiphany was I was in my car and, and I just, I cried and I'm like, what the hell? Why you think? me? I'm 55, I'm 55 <laughs> years think? old and, right. and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having this minute of a pity party for myself. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, wait a, wait a minute. This is, you know, the more I feed into this, the more, you know, mm, it, it's yes. going to be a situation. So right. I said, all right, God, I, my God, I give it up to you. I trust you. I know what you're doing. I, I knew exactly at that moment after I just like, <gasps> I know what you're right. doing. You have, you have put me so low. You have broken me down. You have taken everything away. Everything. I, I, walked, I walked away and got a few pieces of clothing in my car. That's all I had. Mm. And, and you took everything away from me. Everything. Because you're going to build me up. And right there, I just smiled. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And, and I just let it go. So I wake up in the morning, I'm running, you know, on, on the water there in, in Miami, uh, you know, but I, I hide, you know, behind, you know, hanging up clothes in my car, you know, and I put my little screen up in the front of my car and I park overnight in, a, in the street. And, and, but I wake up, I run, I still keep my health up, you know, it's, it's, it's just a lifestyle and no matter how broken I am, I, I just can't. I, I will never let that go. And so I go to the gym. I, I go to all these different gyms and get a week's membership, you know, just trial. Fascinating. You know, and I go, oh, yeah, you should have led with, you should have you led with this story, Linda. Like this is called burying the lead in, 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 in media. You should have led with this story, right? 
Um, because oh this God. is where I'm we're, we're running out of time, and this is when it's getting interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, so how so do you tell, you got to tell me how you come back, or we're gonna run out of time. I, you got to tell me so, how you so, come back so from basically, us. Funny, funny. There's this this man that I met at Thanksgiving with the man that I went out there. It was his friend. He said, you have to go see Dr. Marty. He is the person that you need to work for. I'm going to call him, give your name. And and lo and behold, I, this was a couple weeks had gone by. I'm living in my car, you know, but I'm starting my Instagram at that time because I mm. thought, oh, Instagram. I can post my pictures. At least somebody will see my pictures. And right. so I started building my Instagram out of, you know, it, I would go to the gym, shower, get my little pencil skirt on, cute, 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 go to Starbucks and, and work all their day there with my dollar coffee and, and um, you know, um, oh, build And I get a phone call from Dr. Zayak, this guy. He did. He called. He followed through. He actually called the doctor. And, and the doctor calls me. I see the phone ringing. And then he goes, this is Dr. Zayak's office. Um, Dr. Zayak wants to set up a meeting with you. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And, and, and a long time go by, you know, and so the meeting, so I'm, I'm still in and out of my car. A month goes by, you know, and Dr. Zayak calls me in. He's there with his other doctors, the, all the nurse practitioners, they're all sitting in the room and me and my iPad, right? You know, I had, um, I had, I was nervous as all. Now, day. what are you all going to was, pitch him on letting you yeah. set up? To do the DC method yes. out of out of his yes. place. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, because he just heard, you know, maybe a, a halfway description of what I do from his friend, right? Gotcha. He, he didn't Got really it. know, but he thought, oh, scars. Okay, you know, dermatologist. And so I, I'm going in to give my pitch. And I'm sweating. I'm just like nervous and because I'm talking to 10 people in this little room and, and I've got I've to make a difference. I've got to sound my voice and it's, it's, I've got to close this now right right and so at the end he just looks at me and he goes all right let's do this and i'm like do what and and he's like well we're gonna get we're gonna give you a chance and i'm like okay so i you know go in and he gives me the one person you know that one of his patients is complaining about stretch marks he wanted me to prove myself and of course he did and so he come in i start working on her i you know get a little sixteen hundred dollars and you know a little monthly payment plan going on for her. And then another person comes in and then he's, he's talking to all these people that I'm working on. She good. You like her. She's doing okay for you. Oh my God, we love her, you know? And, and so, you know, I'm a woman of my word. I'm going to take care of these people the the way I told you. And they're all attesting to that. And so a couple months go by and, and um, he says, Lynn Martinez from Deco Drive wants to do a story on you. And Deco Drive is like the entertainment tonight here in Miami. But it, mm. it's, it's, um, it's viewed by all of the Latino communities and, and the Caribbean and all of that. So there's a, there's a wide range of people that see this. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm going to be on TV. Yep. And then, then another uh, news station in Miami wants to do a segment on me the same week. And I'm like, what is going on here? And um, and Dr. Zayek knows these people very well. You know? Gotcha, so he, gotcha. He, he got me this, these opportunities, and what an angel. Oh, my gosh. And, and so, but I didn't want to disappoint, prove him wrong. I get on TV, and all of a sudden, sister stations from Miami are picking it up in Houston. A Houston station picked it up. A New Jersey station picked it up. Orlando picked it up. People from all over these cities are calling me. And I'm like, what? You saw me on TV? What? Because I didn't know. I didn't know right. that. Right. All TV's these, powerful. You know, yeah. 
yeah, these ancillary stations were, um, you know, sister stations were, were, were running it. So, 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 you know, I'll go from, mm-hmm. so you're back. I'm like, are you back at this point? You're still coming back. Yeah. I mean, at this point in your life, I'm saying at this point in this moment in, in kind of the story, yeah. now you're back. Yeah. Media's picked up. Yeah. You're hot. Yeah. You're working out of this doctor's office. You're yeah. out of the car. Are we? <laughs> I'm out of the car point, living in an Airbnb. Yeah, okay, I'm, okay, I'm out gotcha. of the car living in an Airbnb okay. for about six months, and then gotcha. and then it starts to get up. So I, I go from you know nothing to twenty thousand dollars a month, you know, and and that is just like, gosh, dang, you know, it, it's right. It's, um, and that's all the money in the world like, at that point. It's yeah, it seems yeah. like a lot of money. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, yeah. At know, that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the, but it was all, wasn't always you know that each month you know because mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you got to turn over new people all the time. You got to be selling your product all the time. You know, Correct. when one person is done, ten more people have to come in. And so, 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 so let mm-hmm. me ask you. So let me ask you, just because we're running out of time. So I want to. I want. There's some mm-hmm. things I definitely want to get in. So I want to get in the. So you kind of great. I mean the the great turnaround story. We all we all love that. You you work your way out and i'm i'm visually i'm almost there with you visually like i'm i'm I'm, i don't know what it's like to experience that but i'm there visually in in the car Mm -hmm. i'm visualizing you going in and i love your work in the gym circuit yeah i'm interested maybe in signing up let me try it out for a week i I love that (laughs) i I love that and you get your you get your break you're back on your feet now you get this idea because scar food which we talked about which has some affiliations to some people in my world. Yeah. Scar food comes now. You now your product line. So now you're not just taking on patients with this method. And people really will have to. Mm-hmm. You, you guys got to go to. I'll let you plug your your stuff at the end. But they got to go check out this website and and these before and after pictures in your Instagram is is really phenomenal. So now you get the idea that I quickly tell me how you decide you need to do product and how you come up with these formulas to mm-hmm. now put this 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 product line that's selling out out how does that happen walk me through that quickly everything in time i think when you're ready to to um move on to some ancillary um platforms in your business you know when it's time it was time to bring out a product line because everybody has a scar cream and i work on scars i should have a scar cream and so right. i started creating formulas and, and who's the best to try them out on all my patients i send it home with my patients all these different concoctions send them home with my patients finally got the the uh the real formulas in in stone and karen bradley is my partner and she was actually one of my patients and and she believes so much in me she goes linda i want to do this with you wow Mm. this is this is amazing that you know it's not just one product it's a series of products that that takes you through the, the the healing phases of your scar so in the first three months you might use these and the next six months you might use these and so uh they they were tested on my patients and so i have many case studies and uh, again it, it's, it's been a hit it's been a hit but I, I couldn't have done it back seven years ago i had to right. do it when it was time and and so if you right. wait for everything and wait for everything the most perfect moment comes up and when it flows you know it's right it just flows so effortlessly and and karen is is the brains that i don't have in the business because she does so many things better than i do and so it's it was a perfect perfect match and we sold out before in our soft launches we sold out twice and then so for our you know our initial launch in december it was it's just been great it's been two months and it's been awesome 
I was just going to say, and shout out to Karen Bradley. Also, she's been on our podcast as well. What advice? I'm going to ask you advice. I normally go to the craziest entrepreneurship moment, but I don't know that you've got anything better than living in your car and and going to the gym on passes. Like, I, I don't know that it gets any wilder than that right now. I mean, I don't know if you can come up with something, but that, that's pretty wild um, in terms of really, pay, really paying the price to pursue your dreams because we didn't have time. I didn't get into it, but I mean, like you, you said, you have children. I mean, you could have made, I mean, I don't know. You could have probably left Miami and... I mean, I don't know. Uh, there probably was something, but something told you to stick it out. Something in your head, yeah. something in your mind. You know, you oh, talk, you had exactly. your, your Jesus take the wheel moment. So you had you yeah. had those moments there. What yeah. advice? If there's somebody listening to this right now, that maybe they're they're a thinking about giving up on their dream. They're they're listening to this to try to get some inspiration. Their things aren't going the way that they want them to go right now. They're having some. They're having a tough time. It's not clicking. What advice would you give that individual? Oh my gosh, just take a minute to breathe through it and, and just step back, just step back because you will, when, when you're in the moment and everything is so convoluted and you're, you're getting all anxious about something not working, then just step back, take a minute, let them, you know, let, let things flow. I think we push, you know, and, and we have these ideas of things happening, but we're opening the wrong doors. When you sit back and just take a moment, the right doors will open, but you have to be patient. And I was more than patient. I mean, if, if anything, I had to be patient and I had to trust the process. And I was so passionate about it. I was willing to suck it up. And so, but I didn't want to make any more mistakes. So I didn't push myself on any certain thing. I just let it flow. And in the meantime, I worked really hard to continue, like every day I did things to, to make myself a better business person, whether it was a mm. phone call or whether it was, you know, research, anything. I had to do those things every day to keep moving forward. If I didn't do one thing at all to, to um, excel my business in, in a day, I, I felt defeated. Like, man, I'm, I, can't, I, can't let, I can't let one minute go by that, that I'm not putting something into where I want to be. Mm. So I just, I just feel that setting back and, and analyzing uh, what, what's going wrong, what's going right, and, and just um, opening the right doors and surrounding yourself with the right people is, is, I mean, that's such a cliche. We all say that, right? But when I took time out, because I was very quiet, when, when, I was take, when everything was taken away from me, I was very quiet. I didn't talk to anybody, nobody. Nobody even knew at home. My family, nobody knew I was in the situation I was in, but it allowed mm. me an opportunity to revive. I had this whole revival, personal revival of myself. And when I went quiet and when I went peaceful and when I didn't listen to anybody, but, but what God was telling me and what I needed to do, I mean, you, I just have a real strong relationship there. Do you see how when you just give up, and, and let things flow and things are going to happen the way they're going to happen no matter what. When doctor called, you know, when the TV stations put me on and it was like, whoa. And because I was willing to um, concede and, and not feel like so prideful and, you know, like, what has this happened to me for? You know, it should be happening to me. I'm like, no, it should be happening to me. Right. Why not and you? So, right. Like, why not me? Right. 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 So Who are you? Right. Right. How, yeah, it's, it's how you react to things 
that is going to play out the way it play out. All right. So that's why I say, don't, you know, just, just, I mean, calm down and just, you know, everything's a test and I'm going to pass these tests because I know what you're doing. The second anything happens, I know what you're doing. Like a car got towed yesterday, you know, and it's $400. And I'm like, Oh, all right. <laughs> right. Well, let, listen, you can say all right now. You don't have to say, oh, my God, where am I going to come up with this $400? So <laughs> listen, yeah. I, I think I think this is uh, I mean, I think this has been fantastic. Now, I want to we're going to add some levity. We're going to lighten your load here because we're going to the entrepreneurship <laughs> rapid fire section. OK, so okay. I'm going to I'm going to ask you just some fun questions, some things. So people get some insights into how you tick in your everyday entrepreneur life. So it's nine questions. I, I want you to answer the first thing that comes in your head and we're going to pop right through them all right are you are you ready oh okay (laughs) you'll do fine you'll do (laughs) okay pc or mac mac okay that's the right answer what's your favorite credit card right now for running your small business capital one physical planner or digital planner to run your life physical Physical planner. Cool. Oh, that's interesting. Now, what's mm-hmm. your favorite software right now? And it could be unique to your industry, but what's the favorite? What's your favorite software that you rely on more than anything to run your business? Well, the, you'd have to ask my person who does all of my my, <laughs> my software stuff. I, I'm, I so your favorite software is the per. Your favorite software is the person. <laughs> I'm the person who does my software. I love it. Okay. All right. I'll take favorite. that. I'll take that. Star, uh, uh, Starbucks, Dunkin', or other. Duncan. Duncan. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't get Dun- mm-hmm. we don't get Duncan too often. That's you you you're grounded over there. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you know, we can go 10 minutes and I can explain why, but Yeah, yeah, no, no. We'll we'll <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll t- this is rapid fire. So, uh when it comes to thanking people, thank you card or thank you email? Thank you card, written. Thank you card. Nice. When it comes to learning, hardcover, tablet or audiobook? Hardcover. Hardcover. Now, do you like to like write in it, or do you like the smell, or like what draws you to that? I'm just curious. Well, well, well. The reason I say, you know, my my learning to because that's what I learned. You know, a lot of medical journals. I did a lot of reading. Mm, so that's, you know, I, makes, I think I think there's no other way sense. than than you know old school, but it's easier to do it do it on tablet and everything. So I, I just learned, yeah. You know, I guess a I'm a little. I like to be challenged. <laughs> what would you say is your next big goal? my school to train to train people all over the world what it is i do i love that final question Mm -hmm. if you could have one day with any mentor who would that person be um gosh i could pick um you know what i i don't know i don't know mentor um somebody you can meet anybody linda you can meet anybody you want tomorrow and get a day with them who do you ask for I just met um, Brad Lee. I think his his brain is on fire. And, okay. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, he's got a lot of information and, and I would just love to pick his brain. Now and I'm going to, that's, that's I, phenomenal. I, I'm going to, I'm going to text him when we get off and, and say that you, he's, the, I get Tony Robbins. I get Oprah. I get all these people and I can no. tell him he's, he's right up there with Oprah. Brad Lee has been requested. <laughs> shout, shout out to his, Brad Lee. <laughs> yeah. His energy was just like, you know, man, I could pick your brain. And, and, you know, I actually did a podcast with him, but yeah. you know, it, it was, it was, 
this interesting, you know, in how he speaks and his energy, and, and he bounces back from here to here to here to here, and he's fun. Right. You know, right. so I think when, when people talk and they're fun, then, you know, wow, you know, I, I, I listen. You know, it keeps my attention, you know. I yes, guess 100%. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, so I'll let him know he's right up there with Oprah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we've, re- we've reached our final segment. We're landing the plane. This is the entrepreneurship trivia. So this is an opportunity for just for you to show how smart you are with these multiple choice uh, questions I'm going to ask you. <laughs> uh, so, th- so the good yeah. news is this multiple choice. You have a 33% chance of getting it right. So are you ready? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. According to FreshBooks, who conducted a study, by the end of 2020, how many Americans will be full-time self-employed? Here are your options. A, 15 million. B, 27 million, or C, 32 million? C. C? Is mm-hmm. that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Well, I will tell you, Linda, that you join a long list of people who've come on our podcast and have gotten the trivia question wrong. <laughs> 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 but, but, but I but I appreciate your effort. The correct answer was B, 27 million. Now, I have no doubt that at some point it will get to 32 million, and then you as a byproduct of that will be correct. It just is, isn't yeah, going to be 2020. Yeah, it was just a few million off. A few, <laughs> few million off, and, and it was wishful thinking. You know, good luck to everybody. <laughs> Linda, it's, uh, it's, it's has really been fun. I, I, I've, I've learned so much about you. I, I think the product is amazing. How do people get, in, you know, we've been talking about your Instagram and talking about your pictures and the product. How do people get in touch with you, the product? Where do they go? Give us your info. Gosh, everything is linked. So if you go to scarfood.com, it links to my website, um, Linda Dunn Carter, D-U-N-N Carter.com. And then it links to Scarfood website and it links to my Instagram and everything, or you can Google me, Linda Dunn Carter. Everything is on, everything is there about Linda Dunn Carter and more. I think I'm on 10 pages. So there's, um, there's a variety of things. So you can find me and um, Scarfood, like I said, scarfood.com. It just, it links to everything. Awesome. Linda, whew, it, time goes by so fast. I really want to thank you for joining the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. You're fun. Thank you. And if you want tips, tactics, and strategies to build your business, you have to join my email list. Head on over to CoreyMosley.com and get signed up today. As a final thank you, you know, we're streaming out to so many different places. I want to make sure that you are up to date when we release new episodes. So please, if you're listening on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are consuming our podcast, please make sure you're subscribed, review, and I always welcome your comments. This has been another edition of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm Corey Mosley, and I will see you next week. Hey.